The Matrix Minute. A podcast where we discuss the first film one minute at a time because we love this movie so much. Hi, I'm Phil. Welcome back. It is Friday, and it is a special Friday at that. You are, Jacob? Yes, a welcome, everyone. A welcome. <laughs> welcome. My yes, Jake. As you're welcome. It's Tim Welcome. And it's well. a... Yes, and it is a special, special Friday because we have with us one of the two originators of... Of of this format that we that we just decided to you know just like blatantly just copy and take is one of our own is one of the many hundreds that have spawned from this podcast a galaxy far far away and that is Mr. Alex hello how are you sir hello there hello there Alex Robinson Welcome. himself I just like to publicly say thank you for coming on the show oh it's my pleasure absolutely hmm? it's 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 quite an it's it's awesome. It is an honor. Yeah, well, believe me, the honor is all mine. I'm. Uh, it's. Uh, it's great that so, there's so many of these minute shows, and uh, it's it's really taken off. So very very happy to support the the, the medium. Yay! Oh man, is it a medium? I don't know if that counts. I think so. Sure, I maybe format. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's like super fantastic. And listen, Alex, I have to just tell you right off the bat. I'm in the process of listening to. I'm at Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. and I listen oh to it every night. So I'm so hearing you interacting live with me now is a is a, is, a, is a little bit nervous. I'm I'm feeling quite quite nervous here. Oh, nothing nothing to be worried about. I put my <laughs> put my Jedi robes on, two legs at a time, like anyone else. <laughs> Man, I think it'd be really nice to have like a Jedi robe, but as a bathrobe. They probably make those, right? You can, like, they buy must them. have. My wife bought me a robe that is, in fact, a official Jedi robe, like a licensed Jedi robe. And um, I know she's not going to hear this because, uh, but anyway, it doesn't have pockets, which is very annoying. <laughs> so, like, oh, where do you put your Does phone? Does the real Jedi robe have pockets or no? I don't know, but they should. <laughs> Walking around in the robe. At least on the inside, yeah, yeah, it should they, have pockets. They, but then again, wouldn't your phone sound like kind of weigh the robe down that's true no. it would, it'd be like you know like like just like yeah. wiggle and be weird. no it's the best man and in, in my like bathrobe i just put the phone you know and you just kind of like really? hang about and take out your phone it's the best put some snacks man, in the other I one i don't have <laughs> chips ready some, to watch some nuts. force chips <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not um experiencing the ways of bathrobes maybe i, I thought you were gonna say oh, the ways of the force wait, wait, wait. don't worry like not, uh not either Four more years, Jacob, and you'll get yourself okay, okay. a bathroom. It comes with age, unless you're not used thing. to it from since like a child. Yeah, it's a great. person thing. Women Dude, like, can wear bathrobes too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's a free. Oh, oh, hey, you guys remember the um, what was that called? The onesie? Uh, no, no, it was no. the um, no, no, no. Sna something with the snuggy, snuggy, snuggy. Yes. Ah, this is the you you know like you just literally can just look like Emperor Palpatine with that. It's beautiful. See, I'm not a. F- we should have all got snuggies. As a, a robe aficionado, I am not a fan of the snuggie because it's like open in the back, like a hospital gown. What? Yeah, there's, there's really? no glass yeah, like, or anything in it. So, so it's like, just like like kind of like laid on your body. Yeah, exactly. You can't walk like around in it. You can just sit in it. That's lame. Yeah, and you can't be naked underneath wow. it because your ass will probably hang out. <laughs> well, you could. <laughs> you I mind. mean, you could. Technically, <laughs> technically speaking. You don't mind everyone's... But uh, you can't you answer for pizza because then you turn around and it's like, whoa. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> or you, you get can. the change. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. 
Don't, don't ever go back to that guy's house. Yeah. Mr. Snuggy himself. Mr. Snuggy keeps calling for Mr. Pizza, pizza Snuggy. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're anyway, totally derailing um, just yeah, at the beginning. Um, this kind of happens. I don't know if this happens to Star Wars Minute near the end, but I think you guys are very, very organized and very to the point. But we discovered, because this, this is our first time doing this, um, that especially <laughs> when it comes to me... <laughs> ah, I'm sorry. I was I was going for um I was going for Rex. I think his name is from uh, the old Star Tours. Pewee Herman. But uh, yeah, um. But yeah, but we we found out that we just get more and more loose, and we go more and more off topic after like near the end, and we're near the end, so we're a little we're a little crazy at the mm-hmm. moment talking about Snuggies, Jacob. I hope that's part of the thing. <laughs> Come on. Okay. 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 Um, anyway, um, Star Wars is very much like uh, the Matrix, and it's you know it's a very hyper um, fantastical kind of uh, like a tr- like in, in, I was going to say trilogy, but I wasn't. But that's not really like because Star Wars <laughs> what, has three what of year them. and you <laughs> Star Wars I don't is know trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry, um, but. Um, there are there are quite a few similarities, particularly uh, with the um, uh, the story structure, and it's very much like the first Star Wars, which is the nineteen seventy seven one. I think we all agree that uh, that's what I call Star Wars. That's what I'm Alex, and um, I think Pete, the retailer, co host of the Star Wars Minute, also calls the original Star Wars. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but um, what I wanted to say is, I wanted to know what your um, experience with the matrix is because now that's an interesting thing i've not and, and when not you first heard. saw it that's yes kind of yes yes yeah uh, i didn't see it in the theater unfortunately um but uh i think okay. it was one of the first digital versatile discs that i watched because that was a new thing back then and i was like well everyone's been talking about this matrix movie and it's supposed to look good on the TV box and everything, and uh, it did look good on the TV box, and I, mm. I enjoyed it as a movie. So, uh, yeah, I regretted not seeing the theater because it's obviously got a lot of uh, show-stopping, big uh, production numbers. But uh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. no, I think I'm sure you guys have addressed this already, but I think it is a movie that has been unfairly kind of, um, you know, kind of tossed away because the two sequels were so. Uh, you know, controversial. Yeah, controversial is a good way to it's say. It's like it. if Star Wars came out and then they did Attack of the Clones and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, the that's a really good uh, yeah. comparison. Yeah, that's probably what yeah, it'd be like. So, uh, and and it's like everyone's expecting you know the next Star yeah. Wars. And it's, yeah, uh, and it's Attack similar, of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a that's a good one. Never recovered. Um, yeah, and that's why that's why it burnt out. Yeah, it burnt out very well, fast. Well, I just want to ask really quick: Was there like anything in the Matrix that kind of stuck out for you that you enjoyed you know over other aspects of the film well over time i guess the thing i like the i find the most interesting about it is that obviously the special effects are were very exciting at the time but now of course you know like all special effects it was you know they kind of raised the bar now everyone else does you know you see bullet time slow motion yeah. fighting all the time now but uh, i think probably the bigger contribution it made was the the idea of popularizing a uh, simulated reality which is a uh, Ah, idea yeah. i find true. Uh, very interesting and the matrix is an easy way of you know that's probably the most famous example of a uh, 
you know, simulated reality. And I don't know if you guys have heard, but they say that not only are we maybe living in a simulated reality, but we are probably living in a simulated reality. So <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's, 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 very, a, very it's, weird. A, it's a real problem. Yeah. <laughs> Many Which heated is, discussions. I don't know if it's a problem, but... Well, I meant like a problem, like philosophically speaking. Yeah. But, mm, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, it, that's yeah, true. But, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, still like it. I enjoy it whenever I uh, stumble across it. Like if I'm flipping through the TV and I see, uh, you know, it come on TNT or something, I'll keep it on, at least till they come on. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's time to switch yeah, to Twitter, totally. please. <laughs> I wonder, you know, we, we talked about on the show um, the the funny sort of TV edits they made to The Matrix with like, you know, replacing the swearing with things like shucks and stuff like that. But I wonder how, what's the running runtime for the Matrix T version? I always wonder that. What's the real runtime, Philip? You, you're the master. Well, because we have, a, we have 128 minutes. That's uh, two hours and eight minutes? Yeah. So maybe the TV one is like, what, two? A- an hour and a half. Oh, an hour and a half. What? Hour, oh, no, yeah. I don't know. That's, Philip, that's it's impossible. Out, they would like, cut a lot of stuff. stuff. That's weird. Okay. It'd be two, I imagine. But anyway. I digress into boring topics like how long is the TV movie? <laughs> well, does that include the TV? Does that include the uh, commercials? Well, no, I'm just too? saying just the movie because plus yeah. commercials. So I guess it'd be okay. like two and a half maybe for yeah. air time. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know how it works. I haven't seen TV. In a long I just remember time. a long time ago. It was so magical when I found out that like 30 minute TV episodes are actually 22 minutes of content. When I found that, I was like, I was like, what? It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I still think it's pretty amazing. Hmm. Yeah, 22 minutes. I mean, that's a good chunk gone. And they have to wow. write those episodes like for specific breaks, like, you know, like you have acts, like three acts, and then you have a commercial break. So it's like, like you know, the awkward fadeaway, like, uh, and then commercial breaks come in. <laughs> yeah, that was the fadeaways. It's always. By the way, I have a question really quick. This is again a digression, but since we're on the topic, <laughs> I always wondered, maybe you guys can help me. Um, you know how like at TV shows, they have to have these breaks for commercials, right? Are these breaks planned in how they edit the final episode or not? Because like when you binge watch a show, you never notice. Well, that's what I was saying, yes. that they write them that way. Like they have a specific writing structure. So so oh. they already write it in, in in mind for the break. You know, have you like you, you have a cliffhanger at the end of the first, you know, act and then, and then you have I a commercial. See, right. So the people come back after the commercial. They don't like fly away into the channel that. surfing of, of doom. Yeah. It's been so long since I watched television that, yeah, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, I think I think the commercials come at the act breaks, yeah. so that's a okay. Well, handy little. <clears throat> I'm learning new things all the time. Mm-hmm. So. But if you watch like a new show, like that's anyway, HBO or something like that, they don't, they don't, they don't have to do that anymore. It's like you know, yes, oh yeah, no, so, yeah, so, yeah. So, so no more. I don't know why Netflix continues to make opening credits for their things. Like, does anyone watch it more than one time? If that, oh, you see, depends. that's an interesting. Mm topic there because it's true like yeah what is the point it's true depends some shows it's like because oh, now they have the new feature like i don't know the other ones on apple tv you can just skip the intro like it knows how to skip to the just to the show so that's great but some shows it's like it works like the, like the you know theme gets you like a hot hyped up again like oh let's do this again and sometimes it's just annoying especially when they're long like two minutes it's like i'll get to the point <laughs> two minutes that's like the longest intro ever <laughs> And with that, we can go into... With that bombshell. <laughs> you got me wondering what the longest TV <laughs> intro is. Yeah, me too. I'm trying to look it up. <laughs> you should, you should yeah, find yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, please do. Please do. Top 10 longest TV title sequences. Oh, perfect. Give, give us the goods. 
uh, six feet under, 134. Oh. Okay. I'll just oh, go right okay. to the end. Dexter, okay. 156. Baywatch, what? 157. A lot of, lot of slow motion. Slow motion. Yeah, the whole song yeah, yeah, plays. That, that extends it. <laughs> uh, Twin Peaks, it seems like, comes in at two <gasps> minutes and 34 seconds. There we go. That's so long. But the well, thing is that I watch Twin it. Peaks intro yeah, every time. You, you, have it, you can't help it with Twin Peaks. It's just so good. <laughs> I love that yeah, thing, I though. It. Should I see it? Yeah, I should probably see it as well. Uh, yeah, you should see it. I, well, I mean, I don't know if you like it, but I dig it. Did you, are you a Twin Peaks okay. man, Alex? Sorry, I, I keep never. Uh, I've never, I've never, I've never seen it. Oh, okay. It's a. I haven't You're seen it like him. until like a couple of years ago, but back and it was just like always knew about it, and it, it still works. It's like one of those things. It's just an age. You could just watch it now, and it's like perfectly fits. Whatever I hear <laughs> Twin Peaks, I just think of Twin Pines Mall. <laughs> you killed my pine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why you? And scene. Oh, yes, sensing. Um, I wanted to mention that I felt a little bad for the last episode that we had because I didn't mention, and this is me nitpicking again, I didn't mention um, uh, the short ride. No, what was it? It was like, uh, I forgot the title. Philip, come on, you had an opportunity. Oh, I'm terrible. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best. Oh, man, we, 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 we were so good at the first episodes. And now look at us. Shameful. You're talking about that classical piece? Yes, short something to shut. Short, 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 short ride on a fast Lane? machine. There we go. That's the one. Yes, short ride on a fast machine. There was a cue in uh, that Don Davis implemented in uh, on the rooftop scene where you can really hear it, and it's pretty much just bang on as if it was taken from that sequence. I just wanted to mention that, but I don't know if anyone is interested. It's just my uh, my kind of opinion. Anyway, let's let's move on to the minute we have at hand. And uh, do you guys want to know what happens? Because this is minute one hundred and seven. Wow! Yes. I'm going to read the description. I now. personally would love to know what happens. Yeah. So. All right. Whoops. I think so would everyone else. <laughs> All right. Can you fly that thing? Neo tells Trinity as she points to the B two twelve helicopter. Not yet. She says and calls Tank. She asks him through the phone for a pilot program. Tank quickly uploads information into Trinity's brain and within three seconds, she tells Neo to follow her in. The agents are, meanwhile, standing in the office while the sprinklers are still pouring. And then the B-212 helicopter glides down with Neo on the side with a minigun. He begins shooting into their office and ripping apart the entire room. Agents trying to dodge. And that's our minute. Man, minute 107. This is where things get even realer. Oh, yeah, they get even realer. Like, like I think that the, the ante keeps, you know, moving on up every single, every sequence. Like, it always gets even bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Do you and, know when uh, last time we were talking about, uh, you know, me going a whole thing about when I was a kid doing writing the essay and talking about how it's like video games. Oh, yeah. But here's oh, yeah. another point. <laughs> Here's another point to it. Like video games usually go from, uh, you know, like a, especially like FPS as you go from like a pistol to like a, a rifle and everything. And you always end up with a minigun. This, is, this follows <laughs> yeah. the same, uh, same, some kind of progression. Pattern. Yeah. yeah you always end up with like uh, a minigun and like 50 million grenades. Cause like, you know, before you only have like two, but now you have like infinite. Yeah. That just happens, right? It just happens. Or you're, if you're serious, Sam, you end up with like a hand cannon. But you were saying, Phil, that's interesting. I never quite noticed that. That is true that like these sequences towards the end of the movie, they do get more and more like 
I suppose, intense in terms of the the stakes and sort of like where the characters are going and how the, because the funny thing is the mission is so simple, you know, when you think about it, Neo and Trinity mm-hmm. rescuing Morpheus, but the sequences that are in the movie really make it very entertaining. And you're always like, oh, what's next? Because, you know, they go from the lobby to the roof, yeah. to the helicopter, mm-hmm. to the minigun. So, so, so anyway. at the beginning, um, yeah. we have uh, Trinity calling Tank as the operator. I just have to say, at one point, these guys should really think of investing like in hands-free. I think it's kind of a little bit cumbersome. <laughs> like, like there's got to be some no, kind of communication. No, no, Tim, this is cool. Well, you want a Bluetooth headphone? Do you want to be true, uncool? Cool. <laughs> You're well, those, basically you know, advocating like early two thousands. Cool. Why does Trinity yes, even would. need a like headphone? That's you know what I mean. See, that's a good question. Yeah, because if she didn't have it, she wouldn't be able to take her glasses off, all cool like, and then put the phone up to her ear. <laughs> I guess <laughs> so. yes. it wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. They should like he should hack into their brain and just like be the voice of God, just like <laughs> that'd be so annoying. Like you know, he's like, "Hello, Trinity." Yeah, because what's you the yeah? So theoretically, so she's laying there unconscious. So theoretically, the the computer in the Matrix is taking her the simulated voice and turning it into a real voice. Right? It's like translating right. her electronic yeah. signals into a real voice. So if he's doing that, why couldn't he just have it like? tapped into her like voice box or something you know what I mean? why have that extra no, step so of, true. of of, of uh, true. true yeah so uh, just because... have it like like a little speakerphone in the middle of the room and just like everyone who's saying you can hear it but then again if it's like translating well, I, look her i think thoughts... don't you don't you think the tank could just theoretically just eavesdrop on any place he would like to in the well, matrix that's the thing we don't know the limitations of what are our characters have like what's their interaction with the matrix you know there must be limitations it's not like they can be gods and just do like hacking unlimited you know i mean sure but you can definitely view i don't think you can change but you can view i mean we talked about this that we we talked about how it's difficult to decode the matrix well it's it's not difficult but it's like hard to like like render it maybe like we we talked about that that, like you can see it in your brain because your brain's able to render it but you couldn't be able to like Render an image, you know, on a computer. Yeah, but I'm saying, but maybe like, let's say, let's say maybe like voices, maybe voices are like, you know, two kilobits per second. And do you think he like, hears the actual voices or is just like, you know, serious, uh, like Microsoft Sam kind of voice? Well, there is no actual no. voice. Think I need an operator. Uh, that, is a good point. that is a really voice. good point. There is, yeah, there is no voice. I so, mean, Alex, that's interesting you mentioned that because I never thought about that. Like what you were saying earlier is like the, the matrix has to basically synthesize trinity's voice yeah that's crazy i never thought about that because she's not speaking maybe that's why they need the phones that's why they can't hear the matrix that's why like the phone is hacked in it's just like eavesdropping on whatever the matrix is like producing or talking Mm -hmm. yeah i guess who knows that is weird i think i think the blanket you know um reasoning is that there's way too much information to decode the matrix and they have to just use objects that the matrix is generating which is a lot easier than finding it's basically like they're working around it yeah Hmm. yeah all right, I'll allow it. That's the that that's the alibi. Yeah. <laughs> In any case, or just the crackpot explanation. Well, if at all. So one of my big problems with any simulated reality, and this applies probably more to the Matrix than like any other movie, is if I was running, let's say I was an evil alien, or I was an alien. We don't know if they're evil. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> using humans as batteries and having them live in a simulation. Why would I make a simulation? that had computers that would let people hack into and possibly escape why wouldn't i have the matrix universe be like 
you know, the year two, the year, uh, you know, 1500 for, for electricity. So there'd be no way for them to hack out of the matrix. You know what I mean? It's like a, that is true. Yeah. 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 Man. Can you imagine? They come in as knights with like wooden phones. That'd be amazing. <laughs> did they, did they make a film of that, about that? Cause that sounds fun. I mean, the village kind of is like that, but, right. um, spoiler. Sorry yeah. But it's like real. Here. Yeah. Like a, hey, like man, a yeah. simulation, but it's, well, technically, uh, it's not a simulation, but it was like, uh, what's it called? Uh, Westworld is kind of like that. It's not a simulation, oh, but yeah. it is right. yeah. kind of Westworld's like a, a great example. Fake reality, yeah. Like, uh, I just saw a, a uh, Black Mirror episode about a simulated reality, and they're using, like, like first they're like, everything in here is fake. Nothing is real. You know, it's all, this is all just a simulation. I know what we'll do. We'll hack into the mainframe and be able to control. So wait a minute, if everything's fake, why would they, how would you be able to, yeah. you know, it's like going into like a, ch- uh, a kid's playhouse of being like, I know I'll hack into the computer here. Like there's no, there's yeah. no connected to anything. <laughs> anyway. Is that oh, the really Star Trek episode? It. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, with the with like the spaceship and the guy like who traps all the people. He takes their DNA and copies them and puts them in his simulation and then like tortures them to be their. Sounds crew. really sad. It is. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and similarly, even if you did wow. make it with even and maybe you guys will get to this in the in the other movies when they get kind of quote unquote outside the matrix or whatever but like if i was running a matrix i'd be like okay in case some smart guy figures out a way to hack it i'm going to have a basically fake real world for them to explore so that they think they're out of the matrix but they're really still inside the matrix right right yeah 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 you could do that oh totally. that's the that's, that's a good one, one. yeah, yeah. freaking morty style oh yeah, yes exactly. you gotta put oh, them in yes, there. i think right. in the sequels when they reveal that they were like previous versions of the matrix one of the versions of the matrix was supposed to be like a nightmare realm where all the people are just scared like shitless and they're supposed to be like zombies and vampires and everything really? that could be like a medieval version hmm. Yeah, that's what yeah. they said, like these werewolves and all kinds of weird creatures that would just like terrorize all the people. Yeah. But that didn't work. They were too scared and they rejected <laughs> the Matrix. That would be horrifying. Yeah. So they, that they could be like a medieval in, one. Yeah. That would be amazing. Von uh, Helsing that, Matrix. Did they ever explain like why they even bother uh, like keeping everyone alive and not just like putting them into like medically induced comas and not even bother making a Matrix? Does Is the them being in the Matrix somehow contributing to their like and energy okay. levels or something yeah 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 okay so this is an alleged we, we, we talked about that way back in uh episode uh, like 40 something like that um where, where the power plant was involved and we had shots of the you know the power plant where they keep all the humans mm-hmm. and what uh I, you know, well, there was this general rumor or I think it was like, maybe it could be an urban legend. It's like a little trivia bit that I believe is true because it makes more sense this way. And that the matrix was uh, keeping people not as a power source, as much as uh, something that actually runs the simulation, the matrix simulation. So using the brain as processors. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Like that was the original idea Hmm. was like, people need to be thinking and actually utilizing their brains mm-hmm. uh, to be to, able to power to power CPU. the matrix so they stay healthy and you know generate the power and which i think is quite a clever idea which is too because, bad because i mean about in this movie it's yeah it's very like uh you know evil bad guys versus the good guys you know morpheus being the you know the one leading the thing but uh it, it generally kind of you find out later you know that's not 
the machines are not like evil. They're not trying to, you know, be like these these bad guys who are torturing humans. They just they don't want to destroy them, but they want to get them out of out of their way. So their way, so they're like kind of keeping them occupied. And this is you know their thing. Like this is their solution. Just keep them occupied in their normal lives, and we'll just leave them here. That's it. Like it's not like you know like torture them or something like that. So that's why I think the reason why they keep them alive still. Which we'll talk about later. <laughs> yes. So Trinity gets downloaded some information. Into that's her, right. We into were still her, there. <laughs> into yeah. her brain. That's, well, that's not true. really into her software brain. Yeah, yeah. But that's so weird. It should be that she knows it. If she knows it in the Matrix, she knows it in real life. That's how I always felt yeah, about well. it. well. But they don't have helicopters in real life. Yeah, but she, at least she, she will remember. Like, she's out of the Matrix. She's like, wow, man, I know how to pilot a B-212 helicopter. Well, I mean, there's the whole question of muscle memory because, yeah, I think you know, when, when he's learning like all the karate moves, like, sure, you can know them, but, you know, usually it's about your, your, like your nervous system, like remembering and everything as well, like your muscles and stuff. So, yeah, it's sort of I like, know. you know, like purely studying something and you think you know it and then you go and do it and you can't do it. Yeah, but they're not, something it's not like, that, like they have real bodies that are, you know what I mean? It's like upgrading in a video game. Like that's how real it is. Like you don't need to, you know, energy level up. You now you can punch harder. It's like it's there's no real there's right, no real body right. muscles right. to to you know to get that sense memory. You can, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so I guess it's like yeah. it, it even learns in the like the main brain, but all out through the body. But in the real world, like that doesn't work. So you kind of like try. Maybe that she would try kung fu in real life, and it would just like end up. At that's what yeah, I think. I think that she would try kung fu, and it would be like it'd be wonky and weird, and she wouldn't be. She would have to practice the kung fu she knows. Kind of. A that's thing. like a reverse. Yeah. It's like yeah. <laughs> reverse training. It's like an unnatural way of learning because you're just sort of imprinting data mm-hmm. magically. So, so I'm gonna. I'm going to ask a really lame, like, you know, like first time interview question. So bear with me here. So, you know, we've seen this in action, learning whatever you want. So as a kid watching this, like the, you know, the first thing came to my mind, like, oh man, if I could just download everything from school and I don't have to study. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the, the first thing that came to mind. Did you yeah. guys, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Like, what would you want to learn like, like this in like a few seconds? Just right now was the first thing that comes to your mind. Like just specific, a physical thing. Like I know how to, you know, like fly a jumbo oh, yeah, jet anything. or like yeah, anything. What anything? Like yeah. Hmm. She like learns how to drive in a helicopter. I mean, like well, anything really that could be learned. But in the Matrix universe, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess it doesn't really matter. I mean, my stereotypical answer is always like be really good at music you know like right. you, you know yeah. like you you have the mapping of all the notes and the chords and the theory in your head so now like theory yeah, master you need, yeah you're a master and you can just play with that like it'd be so fast like you come up with ideas like oh yeah this chord goes with right, that chord right. that'd be nice what i was thinking of honestly yeah, be... was sorry alex do you want to say something no oh you proceed all right thank yours. you uh, all i wanted to say was the first thing i mm-hmm. literally thought of was all the books that I didn't read, I can just go and read that. That is true. <laughs> I don't have to. Like, you know, when someone recommends a book, you're like, oh, it's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. book was pretty good. It was pretty good. Like, like as they hand it to you. Yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> that was thought, just like quickly cheating. <laughs> hand it back. Do, it wasn't do, that good. Oh, do you know this, do you know this band called uh, Two Pistols? Uh, uh, let me think. And blink. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I like that third album, the second oh, song. Okay. Like, but imagine, like. <laughs> listen quickly. Ah. Uh, what was, what's yours? I guess yeah. it'd be great for like uh, when you're going to like school. I mean, not that you'd go to school mm-hmm. in the traditional sense, but basically like all the basic 
stuff that you learn basically through like first through sixth grade. Yeah. You know, which is just a lot of memorization and understanding basic concepts like, you know, math and stuff like that. Like that would be a handy thing to just go, okay, here's the, the, the student starter kit. Everyone gets, you know, a one through eighth grade education, like automatically. And yeah. then people who want to can keep going. Everyone else, you know, can go uh, work at the gas station. And, and the cool thing, though, with that is, that, you know, <laughs> even like, if you if start up, yeah, just separate everyone. But, you know, even if you learn all these things, you know, sort of automatically, that doesn't mean you'll be good at using them that's the that's the key you know what I oh mean? no yeah so that's that's why it'd be yeah. useful like so you'd know like yeah. grammar perfectly but it's like maybe you don't care about grammar but you'd know you know but imagine you, you have to like, like go bad oh, memory know. And you know you know that i do think that they're figuring this out this might be possible oh yeah are you on the team i'm on the team no i'm not you want to you want to download kidding. some some books but imagine that like <laughs> if you're bad at remembering you de- you read a book that quickly and you're like Oh wait, well, what happened? Okay, let me do this again. <laughs> I, I think that's what happened to me for sure. For sure, <laughs> it was like, or like well, you, that's you true read, for books you read in real life too. That's so. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That, it's the same thing. Or you, like you read you like Reddit, books but in you've a minute, been like, um, and then you like one big mush. You're like, oh. But wait, the funny thing is, though, part? here's the big question, guys. Here's a little bit of a tangent since we're on this topic. Go ahead. Is that uh, part of learning is the experience of learning, and what you're doing is you're cutting that out when you're doing the automatic thing. There is no organic process of learning. So that means like when you read a book, you might remember, let's say, I remember reading this chapter in the bus and I remember this happened and I remember in the story, this connected with me, blah, 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 right? So you'd have a lot of different kind of um, elements surrounding your, the point when you learn something from the book. But if you're doing it automatically, you completely skip all that stuff and maybe you wouldn't even pinpoint what you liked or didn't like because it's whatever. Well, we can go super nerdy here and, and like think about how does this work. So, so option number one, you like let's say you have a like data of all the things that are known, and they just copy it into your brain, and then whatever your brain how to deal with you know how to deal with it, that what happens. So, if you're really clever and stuff like that, you'll figure it out. If you're not, it, it won't help you. Mm-hmm, I see. Option number two, maybe they have like a brain that learns it. And then that data, as it learns, so you have all the like connections and everything that all copies there. So it looks like you've like learned it. Yeah, you know, but the problem like is that's not thing. yours. Uh, maybe it's like you know general, like it'll be fine. It's horrible. <laughs> so you're saying an algorithm is going to determine how I learn something, and it's like oh, no, no, this no, no. would yeah, probably yeah. be your experience. You're probably so it's not like it's not like it doesn't copy like oh in 1993, uh, you know Jurassic Park was released. It's like. In, in 1993, when uh, this guy was born and, you know, this whatever that was, and you had a nice, lovely sandwich, you know, <laughs> like the whole, like a fake whole history is copied into your brain and associations. I mean, you're like, well, <laughs> so you'll be, you'll be <laughs> no. slowly reading books while we're out driving yep, yep. the jets. <laughs> and I'll be uh, happy because I know they're my surgery. experiences <laughs> while you guys are like living fake lives. <laughs> I love sure. the driving a jet while doing surgery. Just like, <laughs> just let me fix that like, up for you. <laughs> amazing. It's a bit shaky, but I'm an expert. I can, you know, like yeah. calculate the different. Well, you're just forces. driving the jet. You're not flying it. So you have oh, a little bit more. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. And let's go back here to right, the minute let's real quick. Go to the minute. I wanted to mention that I have a little bit of trivia here. When uh, Tank mm. uploads the information for the B212, the CG model is not a B two twelve. That's a B two oh six. Oh my goodness! They were they were so close. They were only close. six away. Mm. <laughs> <Just> the, <laughs> yeah. the, the wrong thing to uploaded. 
<laughs> should just wreck it. This was in the considering that helicopter crashes very shortly. Maybe that's uh, exactly yes. what happened. She was like, <laughs> "This isn't exactly. a B twelve. Yeah. Also, what are, this, what are this, those? What are those blinky lights on the right side of the, the screen? Face? Yeah, there's like blinky, blinky. I have no idea. I can't even see him. The screen's what too far away from me. Like, if you look at the monitor on the right hand side, there's mm-hmm. a lot of blinking sort of buttons. Look at the there's numbers. Um, those are the algorithms. It's like determining what's the most you know plausible way she learns. But so I, like I, I do want to stress how yeah, in that interface. Mm-hmm. That um, the uh, EMP is always there. That is it's true. It's always there on the screen. So in case anything happens, we can shut the whole operation down. Yeah. Do you, know like I, a, you know. do you know what I like more than the EMP button? The brain filling up. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All that knowledge juice. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. So she gets that uploaded. And what do, okay. you guys, what do you guys think? Of, okay, your trivia. The transition from that shot with her on the chair and the camera pushing in and then it's cutting so well to her in the Matrix as the camera pushes in some more and stops. And then the thing with the eyes, I don't know who improv that, but it's wonderful and it's one of my favorite shots in the whole film. These, these, two, these two things. And uh, I remember when I was a kid watching this, um and you know when this movie when we watched it was 2001 right so we were i was 12 you were eight jacob Mm. that's right and i remember i remember um just going wow so cool yeah the i mean it's a really good effect the the eye twitching what the what do you mean like the just like blinking not blinking whatever yeah it's cool because like i mean it's much better than something boring boring would just be like i got it yeah, I think the classic thing would be like roll your eyes, like you know, see the whites. But she, you see, she kind whites. of does that. I guess that would be like the classic thing, like oh, your brain shuts off. <laughs> they just drop like a like a sack of potatoes. Oh wait, guys, to how to make how to make the matrix worse? How do we have a FX transition? I, that's what I was gonna say. It's like, like the opening of X Men, you know, the or, going like, through the tunnel. Not only that, that or the opening of Doctor Who, like some of the scenes, you know, just. <sighs> No, like her learning, you can see like her brain filling up from the inside. <laughs> oh, is the brain? The best one spinning. would be like matrix codes, spinning matrix codes, codes going through the nervous system and they're like oh, my adjusting goodness. the nerves. Or no, what if Trinity? Yeah, what, what, what if Trinity like has like a matrix code effect on her in no, the matrix? Please, just, no, please, no, no, just stop. a moment, no, just like a no, trickle. I can't. No. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not let's not ruin this. And then you have wonderful goes, what was scene, that? and she's like, upload it. <laughs> Apart from ruining that sequence, it's a good sequence. <laughs> you sequence ruiner. Let's go. And then they march. They march towards that helicopter with Trinity is just strutting, just really purpose driven. And there mm-hmm. we go. So now we transition into the moment. They're still like the agents are still with the sprinklers. That's a funny thing. What's funny? The sprinklers are still going. Oh yeah. And the and Agent Jones came back from the Dodge Dis incident. That the dodge this incident, and he just walks back into base. Do you notice that? Because this is after Trinity shoots him, and then he's back into the office. It's kind yeah, of what we talked zone. about. Oh my goodness! That this now the they're not showing. This. Yeah, they're not showing the weird transition of, of 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 an agent like copying themselves onto another body. Just like now, it's just like clear cuts. Hmm. And then the helicopter drops down. <laughs> 
And I don't know if you noticed this, but um, Alex, we've been talking about the background for this particular set. This was all done in the studio okay. at uh, at Fox Studios in Australia. You know, I mean, I'm sure you you know what was filmed there. <laughs> and um, this, uh, it's it's kind of like once you notice that it is a uh, a, a fake backdrop. Uh, you can kind of feel that the the crane the that's term holding is translite. Translite. That's what I was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you taught me that one. Yeah, I taught you that. But then I forget. Um, <laughs> the um, the crane. You can. You. I don't know. Like, can you feel it? Because I can feel it. I can see the crane like holding up the helicopter as the helicopter is just being lowered down. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It does not it seem like it's not behaving like a real yeah, helicopter. No. Yeah. That's like the smoothest helicopter ever. Just like magic. Oh, it's a Matrix helicopter. Yeah, it's in the Matrix, so anything can happen. Anything is possible. And um, so Smith has a line. It's a it's wonderful line. One word. No. <laughs> <laughs> and and we get old painless here with us. Um, the minigun, where it's supposed to be. Um, you're supposed to be shooting it through the uh, the little hole little aiming thingy yeah, what is that the site the site the no. site was crosshair i think so is that the term usually i'm more prepared than sure this. site sounds right aim. um yeah yeah sight. just a site yeah yeah anyway so go on with the story and um neo doesn't have to do that and he just starts going he's just too cool he's just too cool and uh it's a he's miracle reckless that's what he is yeah yes. it's a miracle that morpheus didn't get hit at all i'm just saying i think there's the second shot of him just doing like an all round he does like <laughs> yeah. a, a circle that <laughs> that that would cut in, uh, morpheus into half if that was uh an actual uh an actual sh- you know like that, that's where the bullets were because that's like whew. unless he like shot around him but then that's pretty precise because that looks deadly you can't see that anything been funny. sprinkles and the glass yeah <laughs> It would have been funny. It would have been funny if at the yeah, end you know there what? was a perfect outline of like there would be bullet holes up against <laughs> the back wall, except for a perfect outline where Morpheus was to show that they were purposely just <laughs> oh, missing yeah. him. And that'd be brilliant. Yeah, next that'd time. Be brilliant. Oh man, why didn't Neo get? His, why didn't Neo get his shot of tank? Give me a whatever machine gun, and he can do the eye. Maybe thing. he did. Look, he's he did a good job. Morpheus didn't get shot. That's what I'm saying. He got all yeah. the skills mm. ever needed. To shoot that thing, he should write. He should write with you know like uh, bullet yeah, like, holes. Like, Neo like, in the back of the room. Agent Smith like, sucks. <laughs> Would it be possible to Neo. like if to to hack into the Matrix and just make it so Morpheus was bulletproof? Well, that's the thing. I, I like I said. I, I think there's limitations. I don't think that our friends in the nebuchadnezzar <laughs> we know them personally i don't think they can hack that much because if they could then they would solve a lot of problems right that they have. but like an expert mm-hmm. yeah, an expert like, level would would be able to uh uh-huh, i see do it you mean like like a hacker better than tank like someone who's like so knowledgeable yeah. probably yeah. that's that's uh, that's, that's gonna true. be a yeah a, uh something you can do in uh, the matrix four that's, mm. that's coming out so. yes like a like a <laughs> hack yourself a mech in there and just like come and like rip open the building just in half Impenetrable. Yep, I, I wonder, yeah. like, maybe there's like a, because they do come in like normal clothes and everything. And they try to hide, 
with reality maybe there's like a screening thing like automatically deletes it the matrix like <laughs> that's that's well, like here's this the thing, is not Tim, in our i don't think i don't think the oh. matrix does have a screening system because they're doing all kinds of stuff going in and out clearly the matrix has a problem with they are but they're bringing stuff it. that looks that looks normal like all the guns none of the guns mm-hmm, are like spaceship guns they're, they're not like laser guns they're just bringing and usually they're bringing really old shaggy looking guns like we were looking at the the actual guns that are used in the movie and it's like there's like a Yugoslavian, you know, whatever that the Beretta is yeah. and the Uzis and everything. So they might be like, they don't, they don't actually bring anything that's like out of this world to be, except them, you know, and their abilities. Well, so maybe there's like a screening thing. Yeah, what did he bring? Uh, they brought that bug detector, remember? Yeah, Tim, that the wouldn't pass the screen, screening test. Remember the, the bug what do you mean? Uh, extractor. extractor? Yeah. Remember? Oh, maybe, maybe, but that's like, that looks like real material. Maybe that's like, something like of, of parts that are like found in the matrix like you have to go go to the <laughs> the matrix like data files and find all the items you need and then you like yeah that's what i was assumed was happening yeah you you have to work within the um the assets oh, so you guys the are saying they can't you, oh yeah that is true yeah, yeah you probably have to because yeah. otherwise like why not invent like a you know a plasma gun and like uh, what alex yeah, was saying yeah, yeah, like yeah, an yeah. impregnable armor and you can just go like store everything because what their security yeah. system it's agents <laughs> and what can they do dodge bullets you know that's it <laughs> yeah this is very true uh, a little behind the scenes uh trivia again i just wanted to mention uh the agents had to wear uh wetsuits oh because they otherwise it'd be really cold you gotta reset those uh those sprinklers all the time you mean wetsuits and cold water yeah yeah suits. You mean the actors or the characters? You can't heat it all the time. The actors, not okay. not the characters. So. <laughs> Specific agent uh, outfit. Yeah, yeah. By protocol, you must have a wetsuit in case of sprinkles. Yeah, sprinkles, <laughs> sprinklers. <laughs> and you know how they on the ice cream? Okay, what? You know how they got those um, those gunshots? Because I, I don't think anyone uh, specified what does that the mean? The gunshots that are going into the water. Like because sprinkles. Yeah, because like I I didn't even think about this until, you know, I found out because, um, you know, they just work like real gunshots and obviously you can't shoot anybody on, on set. Uh, so those are actually um, uh, uh, air guns that are under the floor oh. and they would just shoot some air out mm-hmm. and then you get these wonderful looking like foam, capsules clever, of air right? just like poof. Yeah, poof, poof, poof. poof. Yeah, pretty powerful. Yeah. Look at that go! I uh, just want to also point out that this whole sequence is, uh, in addition to doing Star Wars Minute, I do a podcast called Godfather Minute, and uh, this entire <gasps> sequence is stolen from Godfather Three, in which, uh, in really? which, uh, the, the, uh, they do a mob hit by the mob are having a big meeting in a, in a hotel suite and a guy an enemy shows up in a helicopter and blasts them all uh, from outside in a helicopter so very similar no way no I way never knew that i watched godfather 3 but that was like a decade ago so i forgot yes most people have not seen it recently <laughs> i know yeah 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 that's his accurate, yeah, accurate yeah. statement <laughs> wow all right <laughs> it's like you know godfather oh yeah one and two <laughs> yeah <laughs> Godfather 3 is our uh, Matrix Revisited and Matrix Revolutions or whatever the second yeah. two are. <laughs> yeah. The ah uh, matrixes. We should we should find yeah. the clip of that from Godfather 3. Now so, I got so now I'm really can, curious. Can yeah. Watch. Yeah. And then the we should like splice it. It is on Netflix. Oh, so. Cut cut the helicopter from Matrix mm-hmm. and then put the 
people getting <laughs> shot from The Godfather. There you go. That's <laughs> probably a great movie. Nice. And then do the opposite as well. What would the title be? Um, the I guess God Dreams. Either, either The Matrix Father. <laughs> or The God Matrix. Or the God Matrix. <laughs> that sounds so good, that, though. That, does sound, that sounds like a Star Trek episode. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The God like, Matrix. The God the Matrix. God Matrix. Yes. Where you find all the gods. We found the gold. And what's funny is that shortly yeah. after that, shortly after that, Al Pacino does his famous line about every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in, which can also work for the Matrix. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> He's going all sci-fi. I think, I mean, yeah. yeah, like Agent Smith can like be reprogrammed and re- re- resurrected. And he's like, every time, you know, they, I think I got out. <laughs> every time I think my pants are on fire. <laughs> But then, no, well, uh, when was Godfather 3 released? I think it was like 1990. Okay, so early 90s. Right? 1990, I think. What's the year? I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm, I think it's 90. I, think, I don't know. Yeah, what I think you're right, Phil. 1990, yes. 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 Because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Godfather 2. I mean, I'm sure was they like weren't the first people. 70s. Yeah. Yeah. They both, the 1 and 2 came out very close together, and 3 was. Mm-hmm. 17 years uh, later. And it's yeah. not like they were the first people to do a helicopter attack, so. True. It's true. I think there's yeah. like, there's the other famous helicopter. I don't know which movie was the first one where maybe it was a 20 weeks, 28 weeks later. And I've seen it in a bunch of other zombie movies done the same thing. Is when, when you, there's like a mob of zombies and then they turn like, you know, the like a, at a 30 you know degree angle and with the blades, they just like mow down all the zombies. That's a good helicopter right. uh, attack as well. Speaking of yeah. uh, the nature of this minigun. Is that these things have a very short, like they go very fast and it's barreled mm. and the ammunition just goes by in like, was it like two seconds, isn't it? I don't know about that, but I know what I learned, I remember from reading um, the making of uh, Predator, the film 1980, what is it? Seven. Yeah, that year. <laughs> um I read an article about like the making of Predator and they were talking about how there's a scene in Predator when they use a minigun just like this and you referenced it earlier. Mm-hmm. The name, would you say, painless or whatever? Old painless. Yeah, they mm-hmm. had this minigun where Jesse, what's his name? Ventura. Yeah, yeah. The actor. Yeah, where Mind. he like he shoots. <laughs> yeah, he shoots. They're all shooting into the jungle because I think the predator's there. And uh, and and what I read about in the article is that if you actually did that and like held the trigger down on a minigun like this and just went at it, that it would melt the barrel because it'd be all the barrels would melt because it's so hot. Mm-hmm. If the yeah. spurts, so that's pretty crazy if you think about it. If Neo came up here and he starts <laughs> shooting, it's blah, blah, blah. as soon as it's a Salvador Dali painting, floppy <laughs> yeah. barrel. So that's interesting. I thought because yeah. you always forget about those things. How in movies, yeah, the ammo lasts a lot longer in films. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, a clip. Basically, the rule of thumb is like a clip or a magazine is basically four times its size typically. Yeah, four times. <laughs> that's conservative. That's conservative estimate. Yeah. Some old school movies, it's maybe a hundred times, you know, like a revolver <laughs> that just keeps revolving endlessly. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Is there anything else in this minute that we can mention? Uh, I just want to say Tank. There's a character in Star Wars named Tank, so I appreciate getting a minute that has a Star Wars character. Oh, really? 
Hold on, yeah. hold on. Which who's 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 Stank yeah, in Star Wars? Uh, you never actually see him in the movie. It's he's one of um, Luke's friends on Tatooine. Yeah. Uh, <gasps> oh, you mean the deleted? Is it the deleted scene? The one? Well, he definitely in the movie. He definitely Uncle Owen's like, oh, don't worry. You know, you'll 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 get to go soon. And he says, that's what you said when Biggs and Tank left. So <gasps> Biggs and Tank were his his like uh, his oh. high school buddies. So uh, looks like he Good went on tank. to do some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, he joined the resistance and fought against the machines. Yeah, totally. Maybe he time traveled. Mm-hmm. That would explain a lot. Went to Earth. Yeah. Well, Earth when is the, the Matrix future. supposed to take place? Uh, like okay. Well, actual in, or in relation to Star Wars? <laughs> in relation to Star Wars. <laughs> That's long time into yeah, the yeah, future. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. Um, it's supposed to take place in the characters think is twenty one ninety nine ish something mm-hmm. like that. So it's like that but um i think we're going to get into this later on where i'm going to argue that uh because uh there were five cycles of this whole thing that happened before and the machines keep resetting it so the so it might have been it might be like two that like 2599 instead mm-hmm. because it's been like 500 years of the same thing and it's still yeah. 99 the matrix yeah because they, they really don't have feeling no Sorry, go go ahead, Alex. But does that mean that that time passes in the Matrix? Couldn't the Matrix time be not real time? I mean, technically, I think nothing really like changes stuff? that like, much in the well, Matrix. Well, like you could be in the but... Matrix for an hour in real life, but it feels like you were in there for like 10 years or something. That is true. I guess you it still have be to like be. That. I mean, yeah. I don't think it is, but yeah. I guess Since you still have to be so interacting quickly. and thinking and stuff, so you must have some sense that's the of thing, time. Yeah, going. yeah, I think that's the that's the main kind of mm-hmm. objection would be like it's all real time. Like, yeah, but when you dream, you dream, you know. Yeah, no, but but dreams are weird because it's like you know, yeah, your brain. The dreaming is like stuff. the timing is is off, but like maybe that's the how like that's how they do it. You know, they they overheat the humans, like run them really super quick time, so their brains are functioning. And the blood is throwing so they can get more heat out of the battery. Oh, okay. That sounds like the humans are not going to survive very long. It's like overclocking a computer. <laughs> and how do they get um, babies in the Matrix world? Oh, yeah, we talked about oh, this. Oh, we talked about this one, <laughs> okay, too. Sorry. Oh, yeah, the yeah, gross yeah. stories of... Uh... Yeah, we covered many details. <laughs> All right. What was the consensus? Uh, spiders. Spiders. The sperm spiders. The force. The sperm spiders. The force. Is spiders yeah. your yeah, version of the Everybody's an Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they are. Like, if you look at the that one shot where you can see little tiny white spiders running around a little baby pod, um, I just I just said, hey, these guys extract uh, you know the sperm that has to be taken to a, to an egg somewhere, right? From one of the human pods, and that's about it. It's like you know milking humans, pretty much. Mm. There you go. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> And um, yeah, we we I think we're we're at the end here. I think so. Unless anyone else has something to say, I can't think of anything. Uh, I'm good. Oh, before before you go, Alex, uh, real quick, what's what's your before you go, on, Alex? Uh, don't leave us. Uh, Last Jedi. What about it? <laughs> oh no, about no, no, no! <laughs> I, I want to know. You want to know my feelings on the Last yeah, Jedi? Yeah, yeah. Uh. The first time I saw it, I um, was very uh, mixed. Mm-hmm. There was a lot to unpack the first time. Uh, and then I saw it again, and I liked it a lot better the second oh, time. Cool. cool. Yeah. 
Um, but apparently not enough to go see it a third time. Oh, okay. So it's been okay. nice. Okay. But uh, I'll definitely get it when it comes on, you know, when it's available on video to watch it more yeah. closely and stuff. Yeah, so. that sounds pretty good. Lovely. Yeah, kind of an exciting, an exciting opinion. You know, it's good. I, I, <laughs> that's that's good. I think that's what it's interesting share the because, same. Um, yeah, because yeah, we haven't, we've only watched it once. Yeah. So we don't know what the second viewing, you know, would be like. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to hear, you know, yeah. experience. I'm it's, just really yeah. curious because I, I want to hear if like from, from a Star Wars fan, like what, what they actually think instead of this, like, because the vocal majority is very like negative of Star Wars fans. So I just want to hear like from, you know, like, like a normal you know, another person, person is not like going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my impression is most of the hardcore complainers um, think of like they are mm-hmm. hardcore Star Wars fans, and that they they spend a lot of time thinking about it and have strong feelings about it. Yeah. And it seems like people who, uh, not that everyone who's a hardcore fan hates it. And casual people all love it, but casual people all love it, and all the people who do hate it mm-hmm. seem to be hardcore fans. Gotcha. You know what I mean? There are some hardcore fans who like it, yeah, but the uh, casual people seem to be pretty good with it. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Yeah, that makes, that makes whatevs. sense. What whatevs. Whatevs. I'm at the point where they're just kind of like James Bond movies to me. Like getting upset <laughs> about it is like there's going to be another one in six months. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. It's so really worth though. getting so angry true. and it's not worth it. Screeding. Yeah. And Save your energy for a really day, bad like, one. Yeah. And plus, at the end of the day, what can you do? It's like you can complain about it all day, but Nothing. it's like it, it exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like really from my perspective, it. it's a bit different since, you know, I, I'm not, you know, like a big fan or something like that i've watched star wars the first time when i was like 20 something <laughs> so to me it's, it's it's very different but i like i maybe if- offend you with this but i always thought like star wars movies were very flawed some are more some are less but even the old ones were very kind of flawed mm-hmm. and that was the charm of it so like people going like oh this is like you know last uh, whatever jedi is like so flawed but like that's that's okay to with me like i'm never would be like anticipate like a perfect like you know, to the dot, like everything written precisely and everything. A Star Wars movie, to me, like part of the charm is like, oh, what's going on? This is like, you know, a little bit loose. Maybe this editing's a bit loose. Maybe like the storyline's a little bit loose. I don't know. Do you, do, am, am I in the... No, I, I agree. I mean, I think if, if Return of the Jedi had come out today, people would have like despised it or even yeah. you know empire oh this yoda guy comes out of nowhere they don't explain where he gets his powers and like it's all the same kind of they're they're not like a great they're they're basically like children's movies is yeah. how i really think of them so uh you know the first one's designed to be like a fairy tale not a realistic world you know yeah. mm-hmm. this kid yeah. meets this old guy and what seems to be the same day later he blows up a, a, a space exactly. station like it's totally like not a yeah. realistic thing it's you know so uh, family but, dies and then you blow up their death star that's what you do <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally so uh, all in a day's work yeah as much as i love empire i think empire was the first step towards uh going down this road of turning it into a more realistic thing, which is, I think, a mistake. So, But I think I don't think you can sustain a like a long story like that in this day and age uh, and have it use that fairy tale kind of logic, you know, without people wondering, well, wait a minute, yeah, how's Narnia? Yes, what's I the totally economy agree. like? Totally yeah. you know, yeah. so. There's only so One much you can do board, yeah, but then, with that kind of yeah. flavor. I think that, that, that about hits it on the head, I think. Yeah. 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 Nice. 
Sweet. Well, well, uh, I think. Um, well, let me just quickly address the dear listener and say thank you for listening. Yes, dear and listener. Thank you, Alex, so much for you know hanging out with us and talking about the Matrix. No, seriously, like thanks so much. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool, man. And, oh, my uh, pleasure. It was a lot know, of fun. It's you know sort of sort of weird since you know you guys started all this. But, I know, you know I know. That's the ask, weirdest like, part. You know, the oh, classic like... question of like you know. You know, where can people find you and the stuff that you do? It's just so weird saying that since, you know, <laughs> you guys sort of started all that stuff. But anyway, yeah, where can people find you and, you know, all that jazz? Uh, well, um, I have the website. I have a podcast called Star Wars Minute and another podcast called Godfather Minute. You can find those wherever fine podcasts are sold. And um, I'm also a cartoonist in my regular life. So, uh Go to my website, comicbookalex.com, and you can find all the information you need about me there. That's super cool. They're really good, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, I love seeing those. Thank you. Lovely jubbies. Awesome. This is this is a this yeah. is a question you probably get asked a lot, but did you ever think when you guys made the first, you know, Star Wars Minute that it's gonna kick off into like this whole format or No, we no. never uh it never uh, we were just doing it because we like talking about Star Wars and yeah. never imagined that uh, eventually people, you know, or literally around the world would be would be doing it. It's it's insane. So, so, so who knows it, where this thing is going to I guess my question, follow-up question is like, how does, it, how does it feel? Like, you know, how does it feel to have like done that and like for fun and then it expanded and like, what's the feeling you get? Uh, Well, generally, I don't feel much about it because it doesn't seem like real mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like oh knowing other people are doing this and even seeing people share links and stuff it, it still feels kind of not connected to me but like when we when uh, we went to that movies by minutes um you know gathering mm-hmm. in chicago last year that was that was a, a strange kind of uh you know feeling of of uh you know family having all these people together and knowing that you can all complain about zencaster and all have these <laughs> you know behind the scenes exactly. kind of kind of complaints about stuff it was it was very uh it was uh, heartwarming to be around so many people who are you know all doing the same thing and that's so cool uh, yeah we were i'm, I'm really so. glad that uh, you said you know that you love doing it because if you're if you're a listener and you're considering of doing a podcast like this about your movie I mean, when I say, like, recently people in my work found out I have this podcast and it was just like, you know, it's like, oh, no, God, no, <laughs> here they come. But it was just like, wait, you like talk about one movie and you're like done already a hundred of them. And that's like, that's what are you crazy. And it's just like, why do you do it? Are you, like, are you guys making a lot of money and stuff like that? And I'm like, well, no, no, <laughs> one thing. But the, the thing is that, like, how can you do it? It's like, I really love this movie. And honestly, I have fun every day time we do it like i look forward to it like that's the reason why i do it so if you're thinking about this uh you know if you're going to survive 120 of these like you have to love the movie and you have to love talking about it and and then it's just a blast the entire time so it it just flies by and probably also just pick a movie that means something to you more than just something like liking it that's some history with it. i think that helps a lot yeah i remember someone was saying um this was probably a year ago. Someone was saying, "Oh, I was thinking about doing a Blade Runner minute. I've never seen the movie. Uh, so oh, I was no. thinking about doing it. I was like, uh, what? Like, first of all, that's a crime because I'm sure there's tons of Blade Runner nerds out yeah, there who've who been are, waiting, who are like, dying to do like it. This. And then if you haven't even seen it, that's like a you know, like a, a if you know if you do five episodes of a week, that's like a you know a six yeah. month commitment you're talking about. <laughs> totally so, agree. Uh, 
I feel like that, that would be yeah, amazing, I though. I would want to hear this. This guy doesn't watch and just watches it win by minute. Imagine like minute 100 is like, what the fuck is this? What is going on? <laughs> just going pizza mental. <laughs> yeah. The Mystic Pizza guys did that. They did Mystic Pizza Minute and they had never seen the movie before at all. And they're literally oh, just wow. watching it one minute with no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> so it's like theories That's every episode. Funny. Like, maybe this will happen. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I think uh, I think we should um, uh, let Alex go. Well, and we should also, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I was gonna make a Snuggies joke, but I couldn't think of of any. You couldn't think of one. I was gonna make a Star Wars reference, but I can't think of any. I can just oh well, the Force. Oh wow! All right, we're good. You're a free man. Thanks, man, and thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you on Monday. Monday. Sorry about that. Oh, hi, doggy.